Hello and welcome to episode 426 of the Disney Every Week with the Passporter Moms podcast. I'm Jennifer Marks, Passporter author and Passporter mom. And I'm Sarah Varney, Passporter, I was about to say Passporter news editor, (laughs) (laughs) travel planner and Passporter mom. (laughs) The Disney Every Week podcast takes you to Disney every week. We offer tips and advice for all travelers with or without kids going to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, and destinations in the U.S. and abroad. So this week, we are doing a listener question and answer episode because we had a bunch of questions from last week and we got more questions this week from everyone over on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so we have so many that I don't think we're going to get to them all in, in this episode. So we're going to break it into to two. So if you have questions that you didn't have a chance to email us or post on the Facebook page, go ahead and do so. And we'll probably do another episode next week. That sounds like a plan. And I heard that we're supposed to be talking about the weather on today's podcast. <laughs> yes, somebody asked on the Facebook page <laughs> if we'd be talking about the weather. Uh, yeah, pr- pretty good bet. So yeah. you got lots of snow, right? Yes, we had another nor'easter yesterday. <laughs> uh, Ryan has been out of school. He's had three snow days just in the last week and a half. Um, wow. And there's supposedly the potential of another storm next week, which I oh can't even. I just, yeah. And we had a very quiet winter for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. we did not have a ton of snow this year. Um, and then, woof, March. Wow. Every year, March is bad. I mean, every, this is not so different it's we don't normally have storm 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 every single week but we all we're always good for one or two good massive storms mm-hmm. in march but oof, this is brutal wow i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i'm i'm ready for spring i'm ready i'm ready for spring break i'm ready to go somewhere warm uh and i'm only about mm, three and a half weeks away from that so <laughs> <laughs> well that that's really that's very good i i we didn't get snow here. Well, I mean, it snowed, but it didn't accumulate or anything like that. So. Oh, okay. The sun is Lucky. currently out. Yeah, I know. So it's not so bad right now. I mean, I think it's cold, but I wouldn't know. I've been out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I walked out of the house this morning for the first time in a while and was like, oh, it's cold. Like, I didn't grab a jacket because it's March. <laughs> Right, you know? right. Well, so I walked outside and was like, yeah. oh, burr. <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't been wearing my winter coat very much this this year i don't know why <laughs> like, I'm, i never pain. i never you know? wear a jacket i'm terrible yeah, i'm, I'm just, as bad as my son yeah it's just like i don't know it seems like such just one more thing to have to it's take too much hassle keep, yeah it's try whatever <laughs> yeah which means i'm cold a lot because <laughs> yep. that's what happens right yep yeah. <laughs> yeah it's terrible i yell at my 14 year old son almost 14 year old son for doing the same thing and then, and then i walk out of the house with a jacket right. all the time yeah yeah yeah, so as as you know, because we're doing the podcast an hour and a half late than when we were supposed to, my computer hard drive crashed yesterday, and this is a very big deal for all of us who use computers, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like is, I mean, it's a huge deal. Yeah. This doesn't even happen very often. It's probably the third time in the 25 years I've been using a computer that I've had that catastrophic of a failure, and it's in the shop, and... Uh, um, because it's a special drive, special fusion drive, it might be up to two weeks before they <gasps> even know oh, if they can no. fix it at all. So, oh, so no. um, as a result, anyone who's looking for an answer from me in email, I I beg your patience. Anything on Facebook, on email, anything at all for the next few weeks, really, just please be patient with me because life is really difficult for me right now. <laughs> 
Oh, that's brutal. And, and I, I mean, when you think it, about how much of our lives, oh, I know. both it's of just, ours, it's like, it's like, like it is the computer. So dep- right. I'm backing up my computer as soon as we hang up. <laughs> I, I had backups, but what I don't have is like a restore where have, I can right, just exactly. go and click a button and have it all come back in. I have backups of important files at least, right? Well, so it's not, yeah, it's not right, sure. right, of course. Yeah. I'm, but you need a, you need a working computer I, to back yes, them up I, right, too. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm like, can you just take the hard drive out and I'll go get a new one? And like, no, that's not how it works with your computer. It's like an iMac with this with this special fancy drive, and it, that it's like tied into the motherboard, and you can't. Oh. I'm like, okay, well, it's like I don't even know what to do. Do I get a new computer? Do I wait? Like I I don't even know. It's crazy right, right now. Right. So. Now so, you're just depending on the kindness and the intelligence of the genius bar. Yeah, basically, it's what I'm doing. <laughs> so, oh. yes. So, um, yes, everyone, please bear with me. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, okay, so I did find some news this morning, though. Um, and because uh, I was doing the news today, the newsletter was going to go out today rather than yesterday, which is what I've been doing because yesterday was spent like at the Apple store, you know, Frantic, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, frantically trying so, to save your computer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this, so I'm using a very, very, very old Mac to do everything. But like, it, what's amazing is that because so many things are in the cloud, you know, it's sitting on servers that aren't my computer, I am able to do a lot of stuff. It's just harder to do it, right? But like, right the newsletter and you know our news is all sitting on passport or server so so um one thing and this is no big surprise but the epcot food and wine festival dates were announced mm-hmm. they were pretty much exactly what i thought they'd be just you know yes. the same 75 day period from august 30th to i think it's november 12th, 12th. yes so so there we go. But it's official because it's never official till Disney says it is. <laughs> they, could, they could have expanded it again, but they didn't. Um, and then this is cool news. So Disney announced that there's going to be a new Pixar themed children's experience, which is essentially childcare. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but it's coming to the contemporary. And but it's my the, the feeling I get from it is it's more like. You know, it's like a instead of like being a drop in childcare sort of situation, you know, where you might come for a certain number of hours, it's more like an evening thing. I mean, for all I know, you can just come for a certain amount of time, but um, yeah. it's a it's a one cost per evening thing. It's not a right. cost and per it's a, hour. It's a set period. Yeah, it's a set right. period of hours. Yeah. It's just from 6 to 10.30. Exactly. And it's Pixar themed and they're supposed to be you know, like Pixar characters and games and activities and the price, which is... $65 includes uh, dinner and dessert and the entertainment. So, um, but I think it's also like a trial. I mean, we'll, uh, maybe they're floating it out there to see how well it works. So I guess we'll just have to see it. But it would be nice if this is a replacement for the child care programs that are going away in July. Yeah, they're not floating it as a, as, as a test. They're actually <laughs> they're putting you know, it out there. Yeah, it's it's pretty official. Okay. Um, however, of course, as with anything at Disney, you know, it could end at any time. Well, right, it'll they, just it'll just depend on how popular it ex- is. Exactly, just go away if they don't want. If they decide it's not working. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. though, when Disney's really trying to test something, it'll be for like very limited dates. Like yeah, on like this date and this tour. date, we're going to do this and that just to sort of see what happens. Right. You know? Right. Um, this this is not that. This is right. You know. They're not saying that it's a limited time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so this would be cool if we could get this sort of experience at, um, you know, the deluxe resorts so that parents had this option. I, I don't know. It sounds cool to me. I would like yeah. it if I were a kid. 
<laughs> I was I was thrilled to I was thrilled to see it because I know, you know, as somebody who who did use the children's activity centers, I was mm-hmm. sad to hear about their closing. So I'm glad to hear that there will be an alternative. Yeah, me too. And then um, over on the Disney Magic, which just came out of its dry dock, um, it wasn't a very long one, just a couple of weeks, but they did retheme Karaoke's which is the restaurant on deck three aft and they changed it over to be Rapunzel's Royal Table. So it's uh, similar to Tiana's place in that it has entertainment and a visit from Rapunzel um, at some point in there and like a live band and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's exciting because I, I thought karaoke was, was kind of more boring. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, you know, yeah, nobody's, nobody's been a big, yeah. First it was parakeet and it was karaoke. Which was also and, boring. Right. Which were right. Yeah. It went from boring to boring to, yeah. And yeah. So, so let's, this, this sounds much more. Uh, it does. It does. Exciting. It does. And Tiana's place is very popular. So um, I yeah. have high hopes for Rapunzel's Royal Table as well. Mm-hmm. So that's the news that I know about. Do you know about anything else? Oh, you do. Oh, well, while you were trying to fix your computer, uh, the internet exploded this morning. Because oh, what happened? <laughs> Disney announced that it is now going to be charging for parking at the resort. Oh, I saw a rumor about that yesterday, I think. Yeah. It is official. Disney oh. announced it. They sent out a, a, an email confirming it this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, Disney for reservations booked March 21st and on. So if you're already booked, if you already have a booked and deposited reservation, we're not talking to you. Okay. <laughs> so it's just, if, if you're thinking about it and you, you know, but you haven't by done the way, it yet. book now, yeah. <laughs> book, book, book between now and March 20th. Now would be a good idea. Um, yes. Disney will be charging um, $24 per night at deluxe resorts, $19 per night at moderate resorts and $13 per night at value resorts. Wow. So, and that's for resort guests. For right. resort guests, wow. yes. That's if you're coming in just bummer. to have dinner, there's still no charge. So if you're just coming in to have dinner at Ohana and then leaving, still no mm-hmm. charge for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, for this is for specifically for overnight parking. Uh, yeah. Disney Vacation Club members do not have to pay this when they are staying at a DVC villa property. doesn't matter whether you're on points or paying cash. If you're a member and you're at a villa resort, you don't have to pay. What about annual pass holders? doesn't apply to annual pass holders, or or rather, there are no discounts for annual pass holders. You still have to pay. Mm -hmm. So, hey, is this what we're going to talk about in our um, Patreon extra thing? (laughs) Well, right then. (laughs) We'll we'll get into what we think about all this in the Patreon extra. (laughs) Subscribe at DisneyEveryWeek.com. Okay, then. Um, Any any other news? Oh, other news. news. Yes, Yes. other news, though. There was a couple things. Uh, Typhoon Lagoon is going to be doing an after-hours event this summer on select night, so kind of like the Magic Kingdom after-hours. Typhoon Lagoon will be open at night, um, which would be kind of cool to be in a water park at night. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. That sounds like fun. And then this is really just... Well, it's not just for me because it was on Disney Food Blog, so AJ (laughs) feels strongly about it, too. The Citrus Swirl has been replaced at the Magic Kingdom. What? Are you kidding me? No. Why would they they replace? They didn't go very far. It's now an an orange swirl instead of a citrus swirl. Well, is it the same thing? Well, apparently it's a different formulation, actually. Oh, okay. So, because of course, Disney Food Blog went and checked it out for us and tested it. And it is, it is a different formulation. So. Okay. All right. Similar, well, but not uh, the same. Okay. Well, we'll have to see. The, what did I'm they think? Judgment. Did, did they, did AJ or whoever tested it? They liked it. Out, it. Liked I'm not it? sure who tested it, but yeah, okay. they liked it. It's less sweet oh, well, that's um, okay. than the citrus swirl was. Okay so that, yeah. I, I think it might actually be okay, but yeah. we'll see. Okay. All right. Well, 
if anybody has it, we would love to hear what you think about yeah, it. The we new, the new, um, the, it's like the, the new Coke, swirl. the new orange swirl. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the new Coke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So, should we just dive into our questions and answers or our answers to everyone's questions then? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, the first uh, question we have is from Mo, and she says, Hi, ladies. I am wondering about using a travel planner for our Walt Disney World trip, but we are on a budget and won't be booking too many things other than the room and probably one or two dinners. Would it be a waste of a Disney planner's time to use their services for this low-cost trip? Would a planner treat us as last choice in their day since their commission wouldn't be very high? We have heard that planners can book our fast passes and reservations so that we don't have to keep track of the timing. Is this true? I guess I just wouldn't want to be someone's low priority since, again, the commission wouldn't be very high for our trip. Thank you for considering this question. Well, I think you're a great person to answer that question, Sarah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm trying hard not to be offended at the assumption that any of those things would be true. <laughs> that well, um, no, and this is a good question because they don't people who don't know how it works. I can see, right? You know, I mean, yes. it's kind of confusing, really. Yeah, yeah. So, would would a planner treat us as a last uh, choice in their day? No, <laughs> uh, no, ab- not a good one, anyway. Right. <laughs> um, right. So. Yeah. As to whether or not you're on a budget or won't be booking too many things, um, that has nothing to do with absolutely anything. I have clients who book one night room only stays with me at Pop Century. Mm-hmm. I have clients who book, you know, 10 night Hawaii vacations mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. me. They're all my clients, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. How do I prioritize things? Because, of course, I do have to prioritize things on a, right. on a day. Right. It has nothing to do with how much commission I'm making. Typically, it has to do like on a free dining day, for example, um, you know, who, who, who do I work on first is the person that has the trip booked the soonest. Right. So if the dates are April 1st through, you know, May 15th or whatever, I start on April 1st and I move my way through. And that's the only priority, um, that happens in my day. Um, whether I'm making $6, yes, that's an actual commission, (laughs) you know, or, or a lot more than that. That part really doesn't matter. Um, and a lot of people think, uh, you know, her question about, we won't be booking too many things other than the room, the room and the tickets are really the only thing we make commission on. The rest of it is just services that we're providing. So we're not, if we're making your dining reservations for you, we're doing that for free. That's, that's just a service that we provide. We're not getting paid for that. So, um, that might be a misconception that some people have that we're pushing our services because we're making money on it. We're not <laughs> right. at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can we book your fast passes? No. Mm-hmm. Some travel planners do. However, uh, Disney does not allow us. We are not technically allowed by Disney to go into a client's uh, My Disney Experience mm-hmm. account. Right. That's and that would, that's the way you do it. So yes, that's that's yeah, how fast passes right, are made. Right. So no, we cannot make fast passes. Yes, we can make dining reservations by phone. We can call Disney and make those dining reservations for you if you choose. Um, so partially true on that one. Um, right, so but th- isn't there something about how um, if you do it online, you can do it a little yeah. earlier than on the phone. So it's really, yeah. if you're trying to get a coveted reservation, it's really better for you to, to do it yourself because you're more likely to get it rather than waiting until the phone lines open and the travel exactly. plan does it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so I, you know, I'll hear that question a lot. Well, if I have to do it myself, then why would I use you? Well, first of all, because I'm going to help you figure out where you want to dine and when you want to dine and mm-hmm. what day you want to dine on. And that's a question we'll get to later, actually. Um, but also it's, you know, <laughs> 
our services are so much more, I feel, than just helping you get your dining reservations. Um, I will help you choose the right time to go, choose the right hotel, you know, the one that is right for you, not just the one that I like or I think is the best, but what's the one that really works for you. I'll monitor your reservation and make sure that you're getting any new discounts that may apply. Um, You know, free dining is a perfect example. There's all kinds of rumors floating around out there about when it's going to be released for fall, if it's going to be released for fall. If it is released, last year when free dining was released, it was a four plus hour hold time to talk (laughs) to a cast member. Did you want to stay on hold for four hours or would yeah. you rather that I did it for you? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, right. that's a big benefit is is the discounts. Um, so, no, I don't think you would be low priority by, <coughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, you know, a travel planner would be absolutely happy to help you. However, if you are more comfortable making the reservations yourself, which, by the way, many people are, and that's totally okay. Travel planners aren't for everybody. Um, and if, you know you prefer to do it on your own, then absolutely do it on your own. But we, we're we we're here and we're happy to help. Good answer. Okay. And then Mo has another question. It says, uh, what's your opinion, opinion on attending Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party the week before Thanksgiving? My husband and I are at odds because I think the crowds will be, crowds will be low enough that we'll enjoy all the rides we want with manageable wait times. Plus, we'll have five-day park hoppers and can stay until Magic Kingdom... Oh, Oh, until 11 p.m. on Magic Kingdom on non-party nights. We're approaching this from a crowd versus ride perspective. He says it's worth it because we'd be able to repeat rides back to back, which I agree with, but I don't want to spend the money for back to back rides when I think the crowds will be manageable. I'm thinking there's something else we can do with our daughters, uh, ages six and eight, as a special event. Um, P.S. We've already eaten at Cinderella Castle, done Pirates, um, and Pell's fireworks, any other suggestions that would be a good compromise? Thanks for your advice. So my personal experience um, at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is that I can't really do back-to-back <laughs> rides. To me, when I've gone in recent years, it's been really busy. So mm-hmm. I haven't – I wouldn't assume you could do that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Don't assume that it's going to be – such low crowds that you can do that. Like, I, in fact, I would never assume that anymore, ever at Disney, that you can just, you know, have such low crowds that you could just walk onto rides. I mean, I guess you could technically always do a back-to-back ride if you're willing to wait in the standby, but that could be a long wait and not really what you had in mind. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. What do you think? I agree. I think the parties have gotten busier and busier and busier. You know, when I went to one a few months ago, it was quite busy. I think if you're going to go to the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, do it for the experience. Right. And not because you think you're going to be able to um, get on the rides really quickly. Right. Yeah. Because I think you'll be disappointed. And that's Mm -hmm. personally, I don't think that's the reason, in my opinion, to go to the Christmas party. It's for the other things that are there, the things that you can't get normally. That's the reason yeah. to go. Yeah. And what, once upon a time, it was true. Once upon a time, you, you could right. go to Mickey's Very totally Merry Party and the crowds were very, yes. very low. That was a long time ago. And sadly, that day has passed. Yes, it was a very long time ago. Um, and as far as something else that they can do with their daughters. Um, I mean, it's Disney I, at the holidays. I, there's so many things. Um, we've done entire podcasts on on fun stuff yeah, to do with the holidays. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Holiday things might be fun to do, right? I mean, yeah. and also, I mean, 
I don't know. Going to Disney is pretty special. So yeah, especially at that age, I don't, I don't, I think that maybe the special thing that you want to do with your daughters might be something that the parents are more interested in than, than the kids. Because mm-hmm. I think at that age, the kids are just super happy to be there and doing going to Magic Kingdom and doing fun stuff, right? Yes, that's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think uh, parents were also caught up in wanting to make everything special right. these days, and I which totally is understand. which is great, yeah. and it comes from such a great place, right? Um, right. But you're you're going to Walt Disney World, like that's that's it's already pretty, pretty awesome. Fantastic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, and and to kids at that age, for the most part, like the most mm-hmm. special thing they can do is just something that connects them with their parents. Yes. You know, so right. maybe you maybe you each take you know, one of them, you know, for a special dinner on their own, maybe you just figure out a way to get them a little one-on-one time, you know, that would be my suggestion. Yeah, I I think that's a great suggestion. Okay, so Sarah writes, um, in June, my husband and three girls, ages 15, 14, and 10, and I will be going to Walt Disney World for the first time. My youngest will be turning 11 on our last day. I have reservations for lunch at Be Our Guest at 1140. I know this is considered counter service, but do they do anything special for birthdays? Also, how much time should I plan on so we can set up our fast passes? Um, they don't do, I, I, I'm not aware of anything special that happens at a counter service restaurant for a birthday. No. no. Um, table service, but it depends on the table, you know, it depends on which, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. To me, I consider that stuff sort of like, unless you order a cake and have it delivered, can we still do that? Can we still yep. order? Okay. Yep. Sorry, I'm very discombobulated today. Thank you. Um, then you could have that delivered, you know, at a restaurant at a particular time, and that you can count on. But kind of everything else is kind of up to just the a cast bonus. members. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Just right. a bonus. Yeah. So, so if I if it were me, I w- I would plan to do, you know, if you want to do something special, you know, give her a gift or whatever, make a big deal or something fun like that. Yeah. Um, and and if she's wearing her birthday pin, right, then, yeah. you know, they're They'll certainly say happy birthday. Every yeah. cast member you pass will say happy exactly. birthday. And certainly there are, you know, we've been on the receiving end of, you know, some special sort of acts of pixie dust, you know, for our birthday, but they are completely random yes, and nothing that you can ever guarantee. Right. But the only way they can happen is if you're wearing the birthday button and if somebody knows it's your birthday. So right. that's what I would say. Just make sure she's got the button on. Yes. And indeed, the PS says, what other fun things do they have so we can celebrate my birthday girl the entire trip? So making sure you're wearing that button. And also, like, I, I like to have control over this. I don't like to leave that up to Disney. So I would, if it were me, I would be doing things to celebrate her trip myself. Like, so mm-hmm. I like to, like... You know, have Pixie, have Tinkerbell visit the room every night and leave a little gift, right? That would be an awesomely fun way to celebrate her birthday and make her feel really special. And you have total control over that. And it doesn't have to be expensive because you could just go to the dollar store and she'll probably think that's awesome, yep. right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, so, you know, you, but, you know, asking her what she wants to do and every day you do that one ride or that one meal that is really important to her would make her feel special and make her feel like this was, you know, an important trip for her. So maybe something like that too. Um, Hopefully that helps. Okay. So we have a, um, so now we're into the Facebook questions. Okay. So Elizabeth writes, any any recommendations for how to best approach Mickey's not so scary Halloween party? We are planning to go on a Sunday night in mid October. Where do we get the best snacks? We really want to see Moana or any other rare characters, but here the lines are long. Is it a good time to ride the rides? 
So I've been to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party in mid-October, and oh my gosh, it was hot. <laughs> that is the thing. I as soon as you said that, I'm like, I would I would prepare by wearing cooler clothing and not wearing a costume. <laughs> yeah. Although thought. October, it could go either way. It totally could. It could. Yeah. So you just don't know. But um, I you know yeah I guess you could ride some rides, but it's just like the Christmas party. You know, you're there for other things. Mm-hmm. If you really want to see the rare characters and are willing to wait in the lines, that's your whole party. Th- exactly, like, that's, you, that's what you'll be doing all evening. I don't. Yeah. I choose if that's not your to do focus. That. That's right. your whole party. Right. I think you need to pick the thing that's the most important to you. You know, is it character um, meet and greets or is it? going on rides because you could just go on rides. I don't think that's the best use of the party, but it's totally fine if that's what you want to do. Or is it the entertainment or is it trick-or-treating, right? Because those things, you know, you might be able to squeeze some other things in there, but you're not going to be able to do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's definitely a do less, enjoy more sort of experience to get yeah. the most out of it. It really is. Yeah. Um, they, they are crowded just like the Christmas party, very popular. And um, I sometimes, I, this might not be true, right. but I sometimes feel like the Halloween parties in October are busier. Oh yeah, I think I Christmas feel like parties. I feel like they are too. I mean, yeah, there's a lot going on at Christmas, a lot of other things that you could do, but the Halloween party is kind of it as far as yeah, that's Walt the only show, <laughs> right? And a lot of people like to use that as, um, you know, that's that's our Halloween thing that we're doing, right? And right, um, that's why, and it's cool. It's totally cool. I love the Halloween party. Oh, it's and so much I, fun. I don't know that I like it better than a Christmas party. They're both different in their own way, but mm-hmm. it is it is um, it is crowded. So that's the thing. That, yes. that's how I think you should best approach it. It's going to be crowded. Yeah. There's going to be a lot going on. So prioritize on what you want to do. Pick that thing, yeah. and then focus on that, and maybe you squeeze in extra things. Yeah, at the at the Christmas party, I saw Moana, um, and the line to to just to see Moana was almost ninety minutes. I think it's crazy. So I mean, the party's only five hours long. Right, it's it's, so, it's just crazy to me. Yeah, really Jack Skellington is. and Sally at the Halloween parties hours. They, yeah, it's like hours. Yeah, I don't I don't even know why we would want to wait that long to see them. I don't even I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> I mean, if it's your thing, like I mean, if you're yeah. a big Jack Skellington fan, he's then, never never he's almost yeah never right in the park, well right so he's really rare. You know, yeah. like I get it. But, you know, just be prepared. (laughs) All right. Uh, Jesse says, I am really struggling with choosing which park to go on which day. I will have six adults and three children and are going over Thanksgiving week this year. It will be a first time most of us have ever gone. I am looking at three crowd calendars and they all say something different. If I won't be taking part in extra magic hours, should I avoid parks that have those? What is the best way to plan which parks to go during a busy time? Okay, I can tell you what I do. First of all, of all the touring calendars out there, the one that I feel, personally feel, has, is the one that, like, if I had to pick one, you know, it's it's advice, I would go with touring plans. Touring plans uses really Mm -hmm. good, solid research that they have been doing for over 20 years. I mean, Everybody else is basically copying touring plans. I'm just going to say that. Sorry, anyone who's listening to me, but they are the original. Len is a a brilliant statistician. He knows what he's doing. This is his thing, okay? So go with touring plans suggestion. That's what I would do. I would just go with their suggestion. Agreed. Yeah. So what I do when I'm just trying to decide what park to go on is I pretty much, if I'm not going to do extra magic hours, I avoid the park that day. <laughs> That's my, but since this is such a busy, busy time 
just go with Turing Plan's advice. I think that you'll be, I think, I think it's probably the best thing to do. And just go with the park that's the least busy and try to space out your time. And oh my gosh, just be super patient, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. since it's your first visit and you're going doing a super busy time. Just, you know, do less, enjoy more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But really, but, it, but really, when at, at peak times, like we're talking about Thanksgiving week, Christmas week, yeah. there just isn't going to be a whole lot of difference between right, the parks. It's, it's going to be crowded. You're always it's going to be crowded. every single park's yeah. going to be crowded every single day. Right. That's just the reality yeah, of it. Yeah. Embrace it. Right. Just embrace it. Right. Plan to be there early. Take a break in the middle of the day. Right. Stay. You know, if you can do, you know, the parks. The, the nice thing about going during peak period is there will be nice long park hours. Right. Uh, yes. You those can... parks will not be closing at eight p.m. Right. <laughs> so... And they won't be anywhere near so busy in the late hours of the day. Mm-hmm. So if you can take that break and take a nap and then come back, you can get more. And it's also cooler usually if it's hot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. might be hot. Then who knows? It's November, but. Um, you know, you'll be able to get more in. That's a so go back and listen to our podcast about um, touring during busy times and use those tips because they will really yeah. help you. They really will help you. Um, I, I think maybe we should do one more question and then save the rest for yes. our next pod episode. I okay, agreed. Yeah, we've still okay. got one, two, three, four. We got like nine more questions, so we're never okay. going to get to them all. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, our last question then of the episode is from Sarah with an H, and she says, "What are the best?" Oh, bre- we skipped one. Oops, on. you're right, Jamie. I'm sorry. Okay, Jamie. Sorry, sorry, Sarah. You get to be next week. Okay, so Jamie. Week, Jamie, right? Jamie says, "I love staying at the hotels near Epcot, especially Beach Club, a family favorite. But peak times are very expensive. So, what are your thoughts on staying at the Swan or Dolphin? Pros or cons? Will it be the same type of experience?" So I've totally done that before where I wanted to be near Epcot. And so I chose then to stay at Swan and Dolphin instead to save money. So I know where you're coming from. Um, The fact that you're near Epcot makes it similar, right? So it's definitely, you know, you hop on the water launch and you go to one of the two parks, right? And that feels very similar the hotel experience, however, does not. The Swan and Dolphin, to me, feel really, really different than the Beach Club or the Yacht Club or the Boardwalk. They're just, they're not, they're, they, they have this crazy conference thing going on. <laughs> they're difficult to navigate. They don't have the same, they're kind of, they're kind of whimsical in a weird sort of way. Like, it doesn't appeal to me. I only like reason, a Vegas-y kind of yeah, way. The, yeah, the only reason I ever stay at Swan Dolphin is if they have great rates and because I'm really into going to Epcot. So for those two reasons, it's a great reason to stay. But if you're hoping to, like, really enjoy your resort, you know, like, spend some time and, like, you know, you're just really into your resort the way I am, you probably won't be as happy. We'll say... It might be fine, right? And if you just go in with the expectation that it's going to be different and you're doing this because you're saving money, then you might be fine. So it, it just depends on how you, where you are on the Disney resort spectrum, you know? Yes. Is it we should also mention that you? Swan and Dolphin do not enjoy all of the same perks. Yes. And that's as well Disney point. World resorts. Right. So yeah. there is no Magical Express. Right. Yeah. And that could be a big deal. It's a, it's, I mean, yeah. right there, if you have a big... Um, well, I guess it depends, but it could be a money savings. It's totally, it's totally a money savings to use Magical Express. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you have to rent a car or pay for a transfer or right. a town car or whatever. Right. And then, of course, there's parking fees. So if you rent a car, you have parking fees. So um, right. just make sure uh, the Swan and Dolphin also have re- daily resort fees. Right. So yeah, which are pretty When hefty. you're comparing rates, you just need to make sure that you're comparing sort of all in what your right. cost is going to be. Right. Exactly. That's really important. 
Yeah, they're more like a traditional hotel in that they're going to charge you more for all the extra bits. <laughs> yep. Very, very similar mm-hmm. to like a, well, they're, it is it's they like are. managed by Hilton. I was about to say like, you know, like they, a Yeah, they're Starwood properties <laughs> yeah, now. Starwood, yeah, yeah. Yep, they're both Starwood. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, there we go. And then we have currently, it looks like, oops, uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Plus whatever and else what, anyone. No, and then there's one more at the bottom that I couldn't fit in there. <laughs> oh, so nine plus whatever nine. any questions yep. that you have. So, but feel free to send them to us and we'll do our best to get through them. We do, do, do enjoy answering your questions. Yeah. And we do answer questions at the end of every podcast when we have them. That's true, so right. Yeah. So you should always to, feel free to email us yeah. at podcast at passporter.com and we'll answer your question um, on the air. That's right. Just might not necessarily be in the next two episodes we need to thank our podcast producers carol p ginger w tiffany a Tiffany so, a. ginger w tiffany a and carol p thank you so much thank you very very much thank you to everyone who supports us on patreon and and just generally listens to us yes. we really appreciate it oh and we haven't asked you guys in a while but don't forget to come to go over to itunes and leave us a rating and a review because that's important for yes. people finding us right the yeah iTunes doesn't know how awesome we are unless you tell them. That's right. <laughs> so that's kind and of how it works. <laughs> exactly. It's really helpful to us. Um, but also, I just, I think we don't do enough sort of like other ways for people to find us. Like, what right. is the name of your craft blog? JenniferMaker.com. JenniferMaker.com. All yes. right. My, my, and, and, and yeah, do you have, do you now have a profile page for your travel planner? Like you told me that they were redoing that. Do you have a, I do, yes. Okay, what is it? Uh, oh, let me see. I don't even know it off the top of my head. Let me see if I can find it. Um, well, you can find me at MouseFanSara on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, and you can read my profile. Where's my cute little picture? There I am. Hang on. Uh, MouseFanTravel slash about dash us slash team slash Sarah V. That's okay. where my profile is. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> we should do I know, that but your craft blog is so fantastic. So I always want people to know, like, this isn't Thank the you. only place where you can learn more about us. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we got everything. So next, are we going to do the, are we going to continue our Q&A next week or? Yes. Next okay. week will be All part right. two of the q Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, that's our show, folks. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for more news and answers. And listen to more podcasts at passporter.com slash podcast. Talk to you next week. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen. That's right. Mm-hmm.